Jody Vance in for Jill. Going to remind you right now that Richard Zussman will be with us in one hour's time. One hour from now, Richard Zussman will join us to break down the B.C. budget that is being unveiled by Finance Minister Katrina Conroy. It is David Eby, Premier David Eby's first budget. And uh, the expectations are high. A lot of speculation about what's involved, but we will get the goods from our global BC reporter based at the legislature, Richard Zussman, at 2.06, right after your news to 2. Right now, we're going to pivot from the, the snowmageddon and the weather forecast, very messy forecast. Christy Gordon's going to be with us in just a couple of minutes to kind of break down uh, what the next few hours and, and even days uh, are going to be like with regard to snow and icy conditions and even some really sloppy rain in the forecast. But right now, I want to pivot into something medical. Uh, you've heard about Ozempic right? Have you seen the ads for Ozempic? It is a a treatment for diabetes, but off-brand, it has been embraced for weight loss. It is somewhat of a miracle drug, if you will, for those in the Hollywood set or the TikTok world. Uh, it, It has gone viral and it has caused some issues for those who really who really need it. And more and more you're hearing of people who are using Ozempic uh, to help with weight loss because it it does seem to work. Well, how does it work? And what does this mean for people with um, A1C type 2 diabetes who actually really need this medication? We want to connect now with the medical director for BC Diabetes. Dr. Tom Elliott is on the line. Thanks for being with us, doctor. Hi, Jody. It's so exciting chatting with you. Of course, I, I know you as as the world's best sports host. Oh. And so it's, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. love my time well, covering sports, but right now we got to dig into like the the. Yeah, yeah. Well, give me the play-by-play on Ozempic, Doc. Okay, okay. Well, this class of drug, Ozempic's a member of the class of drug called the GLP-1 receptor agonist. They've been around about ten years, and it is the latest one, and it's the best. It's it's widely used for type 2 diabetes where it, it lowers sugar and weight. And as you did, as you mentioned in the intro, it's also widely used for people who don't have diabetes because it's so darn effective. So mm. it's a once a week shot and it lowers weight by an average of about 5% for people who take it. So, you know, your listeners wow. can do the math, 5%. Yeah. They're going to lose one twentieth of their weight on average. Some people will, will lose a whole lot more. And it is dose-dependent, meaning that if you give more, you get more weight loss. So in the United States, the, the non-diabetes dose is 2.4 milligrams a week. We don't have that dose formulation here. We have one milligram a week for diabetes. But, of course, you, okay. can, you, can, you can switch it and, 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 and increase the dose. It's, it's very is expensive. It... It's, it, it's, it's about $7 a day at the one milligram dose. Okay. So is it injected? If you want, if you want. Yes. When you say we okay. It's a very, a very simple injection. In fact, I, I have, uh, you, you know, BC Diabetes has a YouTube channel, and my most popular video is showing people how to inject Ozempic. Really? <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. That's something. Okay, well, doctor, so it does work. It works for people with A1C type 2 diabetes. It also works for people who struggle with obesity. I actually had um, somebody reach out to me on my social media explaining how they had been struggling for 30 years to manage uh, their own personal weight struggle. Uh, He had identified as somebody who considered himself or is 
been physically diagnosed as obese. And Ozempic has been a game changer, a life changer for him because it does work. But what does this mean for access for people with diabetes, not being able to maybe fill their prescriptions because of the off-brand use for weight loss? Yeah, there's, there's been a lot said about that, but in fact, it, it doesn't seem to be a factor. I think very Good. briefly in late November, there was a shortage in Canada, but that's gone now. So excellent. nobody is uh, nobody's missing out on those MPIC who, who who wants or needs it. Excellent. That is such great news. I love debunking the myths that are like the hot headline clicky bait things. Um, so now let's talk about what Ozempic, Ozempic, excuse me, is like for a patient or for a person who decides that they want to use it for whatever reason. Are there side effects? Are there, um, are there safety issues to be taken into consideration with use of this drug? Uh, okay. So I tell my patients that, that, that one in 10, 10% of people can't take Ozempic because it causes nausea and vomiting. Oh. And that's if you take it correctly. Taking it correctly, you start with a small dose and you double it uh, every month for three, three doublings and you're on the full, uh, on the full dose. Right. Um, some people just cannot take it. So, uh, you know, if you, if you talk to people who end up on a full dose of one milligram a week, They'll tell you that they feel different quite immediately. You know, they, something, they feel a bit different. And, and if you dig down on it, they'll say that, you know, maybe there's something in their stomach. So a lot of people do feel slightly different, but very few people stop it because of that, that, that feeling of different. People lose their interest in food. You know, um, I run a diabetes center and I can tell you, you know, a lot we, we, we write huge numbers of prescriptions and people who don't have diabetes take it for their, you know, to, to reduce their waste. And, and they'll tell you that the feeling is, is immediate. They're, they're less interested in food. They, they walk past food they would normal, normally consume. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's so, you know, 10% can't take it. The other 90% can. Um, and it's just to slowly increase the dose to find the dose that, that gets you to your target. So in diabetes, the target is a combination of sugar and weight. For people who don't have diabetes, it's, it's typically a weight target. They, they need to stay on the drug to continue to have the effect. So once right. you stop it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't cure obesity, you know, unless you go back to, unless you, continue to restrict your calories. Right. It's a maintenance. Um, Jody, the, maintenance is, is, a, is not a long-term if you stop using it. Exactly. So, so it, it, okay. has, it has two obvious effects. One, the main effect is suppression of appetite. So just, just less interest in food in general. And yeah. then the second effect is to delay the emptying of the stomach. So people feel fuller for longer. So the, the feeling of oh. fullness is going to last longer than, than usual. Interesting. So are there any risks associated with this? Are there, you know, long-term side effects? I mean, we spend so much time talking about, uh, you know, side effects with vaccines and what have you and long-term risks with yeah. any medication. Are there any associated with Ozempic or is it uh, well, well, pretty benign well, in that way? Well, 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 rats, experimental rats get thyroid cancer. Um, that's not a problem in humans, so I'm, I'm forever reassuring my clients that that's not a risk. Right. Um, so, so really, there, there's no, you know, there's a, there's a 
very slight increase in gallstones and stuff like that, but nothing that I think would prevent, should prevent people taking the drug. You know, the decision is so, going to be made philosophically. It's going to be made by based on affordability, um, et cetera. Right. So we're, we're with Dr. Tom Elliott, medical director at BC Diabetes. So obviously if somebody has... Uh, is diabetic and requires this medication, pretty straightforward, to, as you said, to have a prescription written for them. But for somebody, let's just talk about it in BC, in, in here, as opposed to in other jurisdictions across North America where it is flying off shelves, apparently. Um, what is the process like for somebody who's listening right now saying, you know what, I'd like to give this a shot. I've struggled with my weight for for a long time, and, and I'd like to give Ozempic uh, a, a shot, pardon the pun. Is that just a, a go to your GP uh, and ask yeah. for it? Is Yes. Yes, I think so. It's, it's, it's off-label for, for people who don't have diabetes. Off-label just simply means that it's not approved for that use by Health Canada. Right. Um, so the physician... I mean, if, if you're a Dudley Do-Right doctor who, who's never going to do anything outside the box, then the doctor may not agree to write that prescription. But most doctors, I think, would, would be happy to write it off-label for, right. for, you know, for weight loss. Um, and, and, you know, clients can come with information to help support their decision. Um, you know, there are... There are scientific publications showing that it's safe and effective in people who don't have diabetes. So I don't know, you know, you could Google something and show your physician in case they were reluctant. Right. So again, you said it was about $7 a day. You take a weekly shot? Yes, weekly. Okay. So about 50 bucks a week and you have to continue to use it or it's kind of similar to any quote-unquote diet, while this helps you to feel full and, and the food exits your stomach more slowly and it manages your blood sugar, all the things that help with, with uh, A1C type 2 diabetes, but also would help with, with weight loss. If you go off that weekly shot, the rebound effect could be similar to that of going on a, on a carbohydrate restrictive diet or a, a real caloric restrictive diet and then returning to your old ways. It's not going to, you, you can't maintain this without continuing to take it. That, that's absolutely right, Jody. So yeah, and that, that and it's such an important point for for diets in general that, yep. that when you lose weight, you at your new lower weight you require way fewer calories to maintain. So yeah. you 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 go on your diet, you hit your target, and now you've got to continue on a slightly less restrictive diet to maintain. Yeah, and that, that that's the that's the most difficult piece. You know, we're 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 eating machines. Our, 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 we've evolved as as um, organisms, Consumers. as animals. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're genetically programmed to eat. So yeah, we are. We we don't respond well to to restriction of calories, particularly when they're abundant and and inexpensive. Yeah. Especially when the most nutritious and low-calorie foods are likely often the most expensive ones. It's very cheap to eat the junk food. Uh, Dr. Tom Elliott, we appreciate your time today and, and enlightening us on Ozempic. Uh, one huge takeaway here is that it's not in short supply for those who need it uh, with those who have diabetes. So we appreciate you uh, debunking that myth for us. Thanks a lot, Jody.